scratch So me get a tie when me wine on that So me have to come back and tell the girl Say your body too bad and
Please leave you to wine by yourself, afraid to control it. Hey, girl, still are ready to cause a scene if a boy try to hold it. Hey, girl, you are the number one baby girl, and you know this. Baby girl, you know this, yeah. Listen to your conscience. Don't get no other girl your number. Cause look in my eyes. Apologize. Get on your knees and beg me please. Boy, you better tell me you're sorry. Boy, you better tell me you're sorry. What if you feel like it's embarrassing me, embarrassing me? Don't ever let the next girl ever be trickled close on me. Cause I'm not your little friend. I go on back. You're playing games, I go on back. You better listen to your conscience. You know what I tell you, no, but you play games, I go hold back. Don't play no games, I go hold back. You better listen to your conscience. Don't get no what I tell you, no, if I was to respond. Good morning to all of our listeners around the world. Thank you so much for logging on to QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, my studio audience. Thank you so much. It is Friday, October 7th. It's the Friday Mix Freestyle Friday. We're doing it in Soka today. We're getting ready for Carnival. For those of you who are going, I won't be going. I'm taking a pass this year. Next year, though. Next year. Got some things I got to get right. <laughs> Before I venture out. Because when I go out, it's going to be out and bad. <laughs> When I go out to play mass, I will be playing mass, all right? <laughs> yes, my head with chip. Oh, boy, thank you so much for joining me for Coffee and Toll World News on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Let me just give a warning to all the out-of-towners who are going to be, you know, coming down on miami converging on miami and the surrounding places some people will be in fort lauderdale some west palm beach but let me just say this um don't come wreck our city please and then let us get the blame for it have fun enjoy yourselves be safe all right i tell you this though with carnival with anything caribbean i must say that they're usually little to no incidents really you know because we just enjoy ourselves and have a guy we had we're not in a day foolishness we're not in a bugger foolishness right so we usually have a good time so i don't think that warning is really for the caribbean people it's for anyone else who wants to enjoy the caribbean culture this weekend in miami there'll be a lot of events to go to not only in miami but also in fort lauderdale and you know the ins and outs you know so just enjoy yourselves and be safe that's all i'm asking
Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and you can find me for my crazy antics on TikTok Moments with Me Media. Coming up after this, we're going to have the details. Keep it locked. Getting you ready for carnival. Even if you're not coming to Miami for carnival, you can still enjoy the carnival vibe wherever you are. squeeze one more in and then we'll get to it wherever you are don't be afraid to turn the volume up don't be afraid to dance either losing yourself in the music There's a particular roti shop in Fort Lauderdale. I know they're going to be bursting at the seams this weekend. Just when I was thinking I'm going to go get me some roti. I cook my own curry. You know what I'm... Well, bus up shut. I don't like the roti with the dal. Not me, but I love the bus up shut. So I think that's going to be a pass for me this weekend because I know they're going to be bursting at the seams. They're a real good roti. I must say that. Roti. follow me i will just let soka play for the next three hours all right but let me get into the business of it thank you so much once again for tuning in on the quality music zone qmzradio.com and for logging on to johnoradio.com and once again thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse this is where the conversation happens this is coffee and toe world news on the go and it's time for us to talk about the headlines In international news, U.S. kills two top ISIS leaders in airstrike in Syria. U.S. to screen travelers from Uganda for Ebola as precaution. India police flogging Muslims, serious rights violation, according to Amnesty. India probes deaths in Gambia linked to Indian maid cough syrup.
Commonwealth may change in Africa after Queen Elizabeth's death. In news out of North America, U.S. dreamers demand action as court ruling fuels uncertainty. Uvalde School District fires officer after CNN identifies her as trooper under investigation for her response to massacre. Men charged with defrauding Florida school shooter's brother. Orlando Freefall Ride will be taken down after teen's death, operator says. Biden pardons thousands for simple possession of marijuana. Philadelphia apologizes for experiments on black inmates. In business and tech news, Musk lawyers say Twitter refusing new $44 billion bid for company. Amazon to require or to hire 150,000 workers for holidays similar to 2021. In sports news, Messi says 2022 World Cup will surely be his last. And Kansas City Chiefs' Jerion Ely suspended for allegedly using performance-enhancing drugs. In the Caribbean corner, UN calls for humanitarian corridor in Haiti's crisis-hit capital. New UA policy undergraduate students to learn foreign language. Out of Jamaica, air vent to prisoners sell cut cops launch probe after escape. Some parents say school admins should not make uniform rules. Ten houses demolished in Bernard Lodge operation. Bernard Lodge demolition takes on political tone as residents slam the wholeness administration. And 6,000 new houses to soon become available in Bernard Lodge. Out of Trinidad and Tobago, TNT Nationals, Grenadians, held in multi-million dollar drug bust. Our Latin American story, I realized we didn't talk about this one yesterday. I'm like, oh, can't do that. U.S. could ease Venezuela sanctions and allow Chevron to pump oil. In Believe It or Not news, our worst affairs kidnapped baby parents and uncle found dead. And in entertainment news, this one we didn't get to talk about yesterday either. Rihanna takes over the Super Bowl. Nervous, but she is excited. Oh, yeah. Now it is time for us to get back to a little more soca. And after this, we're going to have the details. And we're going to be starting off with international news, of course. But make we wind up with us a little bit. Cause I'm so tempted What you telling yourself What you telling yourself Go low girl Girl I'm in a different mood When I'm drinking something Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get in a whining mood When I'm sipping on something Cause I'm so tempted What you telling yourself What you telling yourself Go low girl Girl I'm in a different mood When I'm drinking something Yeah, yeah. I get in a whining mood When I'm sipping on something 
Once again, to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone logged on to JanoRadio.com. And a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. If you want to be a part of the conversation, download that Clubhouse app and join us. Just search for Coffee in Toe, T-O-E. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You can follow me on Twitter, Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. So, I finally learned. Thank God for kids, right? Thank God for kids. They, they annoy the life out of us sometimes, but we got to appreciate them. <laughs> they come in real handy. They're very tech savvy. So, <laughs> and I laugh because I remember when I was a child, you know, and your parents would be like, come work this thing here for me. How does this thing work? And now you're in the same position, right? Asking your kids to show you how things work. And then they're looking at you, you like, you didn't know that really. So, Every time I would open TikTok, there are a couple characters that I don't follow, but they keep popping up every time I open TikTok. And I'm like, I don't want to see these characters. I don't want to see their videos. So I say to my son, how do you block people on TikTok? He's like, well, one of my sons, he's like, you don't know? Jesus, if I knew, I wouldn't ask you. (laughs) He's like, oh, that's so easy. So I'm watching him. I'm like, you have to go on their profile. He says, yes, you, you have no choice. You have to go on their profile to be able to block them. So he blocked them for me. And I'm so happy. I no longer have to see them when I open TikTok. Yeah. So in case you didn't know, if you're antique like me <laughs> and you want to block somebody on TikTok, it's real easy to do. Just click on the person's profile. And then you click up in the top right-hand corner, wherever, whatever, wherever, and you get the option to um, block them. So thank you, son number three. Yeah. It's time for us to get into the details. And we're starting off with this one. U.S. kills two top ISIS leaders in airstrike in Syria. Story courtesy of CNN. U.S. forces killed two top ISIS leaders in an airstrike in northern Syria on Thursday. This is according to two defense officials. One day after, a U.S. raid killed an ISIS smuggler. The strike killed Abu Allah, one of the top five ISIS leaders, and the deputy leader of ISIS in Syria, as well as Abu Muad al-Qatani, an ISIS official responsible for prisoner affairs, the official said. The strike was conducted at 6.23 p.m. local time in Syria. No U.S. forces were injured or killed during the operation and there was no damage or loss to U.S. equipment 
because of the strike. U.S. Central Command forces in the region spent more than 1,000 hours collecting intelligence on the targets to limit the risk of collateral damage, the officials said. And according to an initial assessment, no civilians were killed or wounded. The next story, U.S. to screen travelers from Uganda for Ebola as precaution. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera News. President Joe Biden's administration has announced it will test U.S.-bound travelers from Uganda for Ebola, funneling passengers through five airports that will conduct the screenings. The administration made the announcement on Thursday, and screenings are expected to begin immediately. Travelers who have been in Uganda at any point during the past three weeks will be redirected to airports carrying out testing. Out of an abundance of caution, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, Customs and Border Protection, will apply new layers of screening at these five airports in response to the Ebola outbreak in Uganda. That's according to the U.S. Embassy in Kampala. The U.S. is considered at low risk of an Ebola outbreak, and no cases have been confirmed outside Uganda. A U.S. official speaking with the Associated Press called the screenings an additional precaution. As I'm reading that, did anyone else see? I I reposted it on my um, IG stories. Was it this week or last week? Not sure, but the CDC is saying that it is okay for children with lice to go to school. I'm like, huh? Aren't you people serious? It is okay for children with lice. Now, if I'm, I don't know, I pro- isn't lice contagious? Don't they jump from head to head? Huh? When people have lice, hmm, Camilla, 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 we're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> but when children have lice, don't they tell you to keep your child home? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Good morning. Rosolo. Yes. Happy Friday. I don't know. Happy Friday. I got some Happy rum in my cup, so if I sound a little excited, forgive me. It's carnival weekend, baby. Everybody has rum in their cup right now, baby. Come on. Whether you reach carnival or not, rum in your cup. Um, I'm telling you. I don't know who made that decision. They probably don't have children or they haven't experienced a child that caught lice from another nasty child. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't understand. Yes, it's yes, yes, it's yes. I don't understand why. They would allow children who have lice to go to school. Yeah, when I saw it, I was flabbergasted. I'm like, there go that frackle knackle in the words of Javette. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the process to get rid of the lice, that, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I have seen some pictures, Rosola, and I'm like, what on God's earth? Number one, these people don't wash their children's hair. What, they wash their hair once a year? Huh? So, good morning. Good morning, Javette. You put the rum in the tea. <laughs> Let's I go, girl. Let's go. Weekend. Driving. It's the first week of the month. The popos are at every corner. I can't. You can't do. You can't. No, 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 no. Yeah, tonight. Tonight we go turn up. <laughs> yes. When so you don't have to be 
dirty to get lice. One, when I was younger in school, it used to be rampant, mm-hmm. right? Because there was more um, others mm-hmm. in the class. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, the children had to stay home when they had it, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen... <laughs> Where are you, Javette? seen how you have to comb it out of a child's hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you don't have to be... Um dirty to get yeah dirty to get lice also i was told don't know how true it is because um i've never seen it in our hair Mm -hmm. but i've told that the lice don't like our scalps because (laughs) our scalps aren't dry our scalps have oil in them oh don't know how true that is but that is what i've been told even when my daughter was going to school, because my daughter went to school in a more international school. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw it being combed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'll just yield right there. Right. So thank you, ladies. Your child may be clean, but unfortunately, the other person's hair is not clean. So they jump from the dirty child's hair not the dirty child, the child's dirty hair, because the child may be clean, but the hair is dirty, jumps from the dirty hair into the clean scalp. And that's the problem. I don't, you know, and we don't want to risk that. And then they're going to take it home to you. And then you're going to go crazy because you know your child is clean from head to toe. So what on God's earth is going on? It's just like ringworm. If your child has ringworm, keep your damn child home, please, because it is contagious. But I don't understand where the CDC comes from saying that children can go to school with lice. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember when your kids went to school, that was one reason why they didn't like people to share their hats, to share their combs, you know, and it can also come on someone's clothing. So, yeah. 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 No, no, no. Mm-mm. CDC, I don't know who y'all. I really don't know who y'all. Don't know who y'all are or what y'all thinking. And at this point, I think y'all just crazy now. Just blurbing things, quite frankly. All right. So, um, Camila wrote in the chat, uh, how did that happen? Just when they found gold there. <laughs> know there was they found gold over there in syria i'm taking it it's the first story right camila you can just put it in the chat if you can't open your mic if you're not able to speak um they have a saying you never see smoke without fire right (laughs) oh boy so india police flogging muslims serious rights violation according to amnesty story courtesy of al jazeera news human rights group amnesty international has called the flogging of muslim men by police in the western indian state of gujarat a serious human rights violation that shows utter disrespect towards the law 
A video of the incident that took place on Tuesday in Udhela village of Gujarat's Keda district went viral on social media. It showed several Muslim men tied to a pole and beaten with a stick by policemen in civilian clothing as a crowd that included women and children cheered. The men, accused by the police of throwing stones at a Hindu religious event, were told to apologize to the crowd after the flogging and then bundled into a police van. The Gujarat police's use of striking devices such as this, sticks, to beat Muslim men who were tied to a pole by the police themselves is a serious human rights violation and shows their utter disrespect towards rule of law. We remind the Gujarat police that punishment is never a legitimate objective for a law enforcement action, even if using lethal weapons. In this case, it blatantly ignored the guiding principles of legality, necessity, proportionality, and accountability. Gujarat is one of India's most polarized states, with religious riots in 2002 killing what some sources estimate to be more than 2,000 people, most of them Muslims. So they're not going to address, and I'm not saying what they did was right. I'm not condoning the behavior. Violence should not beget violence, right? But they're not going to address the fact that the Muslims were throwing stones at the Hindus. We're just going to go ahead and ignore that, right? And that is what triggered everything. Allow people to worship freely. So the Muslims took it upon themselves to throw stones at the Hindus as they were going through their religious event. They were held and beaten because that behavior is not tolerated. And then the person who is doing the flogging is ostracized. Hmm. Okay. Also in India, India probes deaths in Gambia linked to Indian-made cough syrup. India is investigating the deaths of dozens of children in the Gambia that the World Health Organization said may be linked to a cough syrup made in the South Asian nation. Two people from India's health ministry have told the Reuters news agency. WHO Director General Tedros Adhanom on Wednesday told reporters the UN agency was investigating the deaths from acute kidney injuries with India's drug regulator and New Delhi-based cough syrup manufacturer, Maiden Pharmaceuticals. The agency informed the Drugs Controller General of India of the deaths late last month, after which the regulator launched an investigation with state authorities in tandem with the WHO probe, the people said. Maiden Pharmaceuticals manufactured and exported the syrup only to the West African nation. Calls from routers to a listed telephone number for Maiden Pharmaceuticals went unanswered, as did an emailed request for comment. Calls to the Drugs Controller General of India outside of office hours also went unanswered. So first I have a question. When it comes to pharmaceutical products, that are imported into any country, are they tested to ensure that they meet the standards of the countries that are doing the importing before they are put on the market? Because this is dangerous. 
And even before we get to them being um, exported to other countries out of India, do they not have a, a, a system that sees to it that there's quality control, there, there's testing and testing and testing? Because we're talking about the ingesting of a chemical. And yes, I refer to it as a chemical because it is not natural. How could it get to this stage where shipments or a shipment of cough syrup is causing deaths of dozens of children in Gambia? Is this a plot? So many questions. Is this deliberate? And so we have to um, impress upon the, the, the ministries of health in the receiving country to see to it that any drugs that's being imported is tested before passed on to its population. My humble opinion. Hmm. Our next story, also courtesy of aljazeera.com, Commonwealth may change in Africa after Queen Elizabeth's death. On Monday, Buckingham Palace announced the first state visit to be hosted by King Charles III, who ascended to the throne after the death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, last month. From November 22 to 24, South Africa's President, Cyril Ramaphosa, whose three predecessors all visited the UK, will visit the new monarch. That the first state visit is won by a prominent member of the Commonwealth could be of pointed significance as questions arise on the future of the organization that Charles now leads. The new king is known to be opinionated on local and global issues, a deviation from the Queen's stoic diplomatic takes. Before the last meeting of the Commonwealth Heads of State in Kigali in June, where he represented the Queen, local British media reported that Charles called a deal between the UK and Rwanda with £120 million upfront payment to send refugees on asylum there. Appalling. Discussion on a range of issues is expected during Ramaphosa's visit, including trade and investment but also possibly a new direction for the Commonwealth under Charles's leadership. The visit will offer a chance to celebrate our modern-day partnerships, delivering prosperity and security for both countries, as well as to set out how we can work together bilaterally and globally to strengthen those links for the future, the palace statement read. Indeed, the future of the Commonwealth, a political association of mostly former British colonies, has been a global debate for years, especially in the Caribbean, where the push for republicanism is increasing and in Africa. Okay, and those are our stories from the international scene. We're going to take another quick music break. When we return, we're going to have stories out of um, North America. All right, so a little more soca to get us ready for Carnival weekend.
ask a question how are we doing with our 50 squats a day challenge remember where some of us are doing this i would like to invite all of us to join in in the 50 squats a day challenge in honor of breast cancer awareness this month is breast cancer awareness month and i was challenged by one of our very supportive um listeners right here on clubhouse to join in the challenge and i have taken it on I'm not gonna lie, it ain't easy, but I'm grateful. And I thought it would be getting easier as each day goes by, <laughs> but it shows how bent out of shape I am. But I am going to see it through to the very end with the hope and the intention that I will carry it on. Thank you, Tasha, for including me. And I invite you all to 50 squats a day challenge, right? You don't, if you can't do it all at once, you know, do 10, now 10 in another hour. Spread it out until you're able to do 20 and then do 30 at a time and up it until you get to 50 at a time, right? Music helps. Do it with some music if you can. It's Carnival Weekend here in Miami, Florida. It's a beautiful 75 degrees outside. What we call it now? Sweater weather? Yeah. <laughs> you know, once it drops below 80 degrees, we pull out our coats down here in South Florida. Because it's freezing. If you hit 79, oh my gosh, it's freezing outside. <laughs> we are tropical babies down here. And trust me, you can tell who the northerners are because we'll be all cloaked up and they're walking around in tank tops, flip-flops, and shorts. Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Log on to QMZ Radio for quality music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone logged on to JohnnoRadio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Uh, moments with me and you're listening to coffee and toe world news on the go every monday through friday we start this at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern it's where i read the news and we share our views
All right, Major Laser, gotta turn you down so we can get back into it. And now it is time for stories out of North America. U.S. dreamers demand action as court ruling fuels uncertainty. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera News. Uh, chanting home is hair outside the U.S. Capitol building, dozens of migrants who came to the United States as children and their supporters have called on lawmakers to protect a program that shields them from deportation. The protest on Thursday came just hours after a U.S. appeals court affirmed a lower court's ruling that deemed the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals DACA program unlawful and leaving the scheme's future uncertain. Monica Camacho said, I live with constant fare every single day. Monica came to the U.S. from Mexico as a child and received DACA in 2013. Camacho said receiving DACA, a status she has to renew every two years, enabled her to buy a house and become a teacher. But the fact that the program is vulnerable to legal challenges and political whims puts her and other recipients in limbo. Camacho said she is tired of constantly having to explain to politicians her worth. So if we remember, DACA was created in 2012 under the administration of then-President Barack Obama. It provides safety from deportation to undocumented immigrants who came to the U.S. as minors and allows them to work, study, open businesses, and get a driver's license, among other things. But DACA was passed through executive action after Congress failed to pass the American Dream and Promise Act, a bill that aimed to put DACA recipients, often referred to as dreamers, on a path to citizenship. This has meant that 10 years later, DACA has remained temporary and could be ended through court challenges or further executive measures. Last year, a U.S. district judge in Texas declared DACA illegal, saying the program had not gone through the required public notice and comment periods. Judge Andrew Hanen blocked new applications for DACA, but allowed more than 600,000 people currently enrolled in the program to continue benefiting from it. And this came to light earlier this week. But I do have a question. I have a question. So the DACA program was passed through executive action meaning the, the president put it in place. So if the president puts something in place, you're telling me that the president's actions can be deemed as illegal because anything, anything that is done as an executive order is only temporary? Is that what I'm to understand? Executive orders are temporary. That's the short question. Can I say something? Yes, please. Go right ahead, Camila. Welcome. Thank you for having me on your stage. What I'm trying to understand is all this DACA and Dreamer situation going on. But all what about all the West Indian people that made their applications, uh, you know, showing co-signing and, and co, what is it, co-sponsoring and this uncle got a co-sponsor to, sh you know, do all the requirements, pay our 800, 200, 1600, every level that we have to apply 
for citizenship and then these people are fighting to have a shortcut. That's what I see this as. And it's really interesting how the United States had all these kinds of stuff to provide shortcuts for, I guess, people from Mexico and other Latin American countries that don't want to really go through the regular, regular process. But when you go to other places, like to, you know, um, you know, other countries, you could just got to apply, you know, whether for a residency and then citizenship, if they even allow you to have citizenship. It just beats me how they're fighting for this shortcut. But is it a shortcut, though, Camila, if they have to reapply every two years? But but what it, it they might as well all that money to because I'm sure that costs to reapply every yeah. two years they could have just paid their their fifteen hundred dollars and you know um, applied their look my dad like we just applied for him and then he finally got his um his 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 U.S. citizenship this summer I and mean, he didn't really care for it but we were just like well you gotta be robbed the same passport as the rest of the family so. That's what happened. But it's like, you know, we just did the process. We didn't like try to look for a dreamer program to have him on a residency and 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 try to apply for that. Like the the road to citizenship is on the on this on one side, right? They're fighting to have like some temporary status where they could just apply every two years because they don't want to go down the road to citizenship, which could which is like three or four years. From like maybe you get your permanent residence, and then when you get your permanent residence, you may be able to you know renew that maybe once or twice. But you know once you get your permanent residence, then you can start the application to sit your citizenship test and all that stuff and pay the money. It but but she's talking about she it enabled her to buy a house, but girl, you didn't want to pay the fifteen hundred dollars to go on the path of citizenship. I don't know how she, long she's been in this country now. She's so, been. Let her, me tell she's you, been an American no. citizen a long time. Let me tell you. So, okay, I see what you're saying. All right. I, I understand what you're saying. Mm. I need to, I would love to speak with an immigration attorney who would be able to break this down first to yep. understand the difference between DACA versus, um, you know, what is it that because they came across the border the way they did? I'm not quite sure. But go ahead, Dre. I see you flashing your mic. Go right ahead. Yeah, it has to do with the way they enter the country. So oh, okay. they enter the country illegally. So um, it, it, it's not easy for them to follow the regular path. So even if you, like, say you leave from the Caribbean and you come here, you know, you, you, you obtain a visa, whether a student visa or a visiting visa, and you come here and you overstay, you, there's a, a path you have to follow, but it's easier because you didn't enter the country illegally. A lot of these people enter the country, they have no, like, when, when, when they go to the immigration, they can't show how they enter the United States. That's one. Oh, okay. But for the, so, yeah, so that's one problem. For the dreamers now, these are the ones that, like, came into the country with their parents, some of them illegally and some of them legal, right? So it, it's, it, it, the, the dreamer is just really for, for like, they, they, they have the time frame, but it's really just for the, the children that came in without their parents' consent. You know, they just come in and they don't have the regular path to citizenship just like a regular person. So it's the way they entered. Okay. Well, that just makes everything very complicated. So, so yes. 
where, where the where people can because trust me if i was in sweden right now and then i try to cross the norwegian border and them would tell me take me backside to us <laughs> over to sweden look to deport me back to these united states because <laughs> <laughs> yeah the norwegian don't play Okay. All right. So thank you for that perspective, Dre. It makes a little more sense. I think, um, Javette, you were going to say something. Go right ahead. So my understanding of dreamers only now because I live in Texas are they are the children born to the immigrants that have come into this country illegally. So like all these people that are coming into our borders who don't have children mm -hmm. and then they get here and they live here for some time. They don't establish any citizenship. We all know why, mm -hmm. but they have children born in this country. That, that was my understanding. And I will try to recheck okay. my understanding that's, that's, of it. That's, that's kind of incorrect yeah. because as long as they're yeah. born in the country, they are American citizens. Yeah. Parents, yeah. That is true. It's the is the kids that come in with the illegal parents, right? So the kids, the kids is automatically illegal also, but they don't want to punish the children because the the children they didn't make that decision to come here, so they're trying to give those kids a path to citizenship. They don't even care about the parents. It's really the kids they're trying to give a path to the citizenship because the parents is the one that uproot them from their home, carry them here. These kids went to school, they went to elementary, high school, and then after high school, they're stuck because they can't enter college and they're just stuck. They can't go to college, they can't um, find jobs and anything. And, and these kids are like, well, I mean, we grew up here all our lives uh, and we can't do anything. And I didn't even ask my mother to come here or dad. They just brought me here and I don't even know Honduras or Mexico or wherever they don't know anything because they didn't grow up in their original country so it, it, it's so for thank those you people for that distinction because I always thought it was the other way around mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah go ahead Dre finish up sorry go ahead no yeah I'm, I'm, I'm done okay thank you Dre thank you so much for breaking it down that way thank you also Sunette and Tasha for putting it in the chat the same explanation so of course i jumped on a website um adl.org and it's the same explanation it is for children who were brought here by their parents or relatives or guardian and of course yes they didn't have a say they you know it's like your parents just take you and carry wherever you them go and you not have no second yeah picnic that that's why the daca program because the child should not be held um, responsible for the actions of the parents yeah all right so um and that is why it's a little different now i'm sure um there must be something in the paperwork in the process why it would be different as well because yes they came here illegally versus someone who came here on a visitor's visa and decided not to return to their country if, if I'm making sense, so I can understand why there would be a difference in the approach and how it's streamlined and what they have to go through. Okay. All right. Oh boy. Um, our next story, Uvalde school district fires officer after CNN identifies her as trooper under investigation for her response to the massacre. 
So the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District fired a newly hired school officer on Thursday after CNN identified her as one of the officers under investigation for her actions during the Uvalde school massacre back in May. Crimson Elizondo was one of the state troopers who arrived at Robb Elementary within two minutes of a gunman entering the school and opening fire. She is seen in her Texas Department of Public Safety uniform, handgun drawn, outside the school building in Uvalde, and then briefly in the hallway on the body camera footage of another law enforcement officer. Later, she can be heard on body camera footage talking to fellow officers when someone asks if she had children at the school that day. Her response, if my son had been in there, I would not have been outside. I promise you that. Elizondo was one of the first of the 91 DPS officers to arrive, one of the 376 total law enforcement personnel who went to the school where the shooter was left for 77 minutes with dead, dying, and traumatized victims before he was stopped. The response to the attack in which 19 children and two teachers were killed has been denounced as an abject failure with enough blame to be spread widely. The school police chief was fired and now seven DPS officers are being investigated for what they did or did not do. CNN has uncovered exclusively that Elizondo is one of those officers being investigated. A source close to the investigation also confirmed that to CNN. She no longer works for DPS. During the summer, she was hired as a police officer for the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District, where her role is to protect some of the very same children who survived the Robb Elementary shooting. Elizondo declined to speak with CNN in person, on the phone, or by direct message. So, she no longer works for DPS, but she was hired as a police officer for the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District, where her role is to protect some of the very children who survived the Rob Elementary shooting. When she said that if her son were in there, she would have gone in, but because her son is in there, she didn't go in. Make that make sense? I don't know. I just don't know. Hmm. So that said, I thought the leader was the one who was punished for that. The others followed orders not to enter. Hmm. The leader was, yeah, morning. Yeah, I, the chief, like you said, the chief was, was, um, was fired. And I thought they were placing all the blame on the chief of police because he didn't authorize his people to, to go in. He made them wait outside. Uh -huh. I'm not, listen. They're police. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna cry about it. But I did not realize they were punishing the individual officers who didn't enter. Yeah. Good on them. I. Wow. Okay. Just to yeah. share. Just. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Yeah. So Fabian says, "What do you do when you're following orders, though?" And it's a tough call. There comes a time, and here's the thing, Fabian. For me. There comes a time when you have to let common sense prevail. Are you going to follow orders and have more atrocities, more deaths on your hand? Or are you going to forego orders, get in there, save as many lives as you can, and then deal with the consequences afterwards? 
And every time I think about this situation, I think about the mother that drove 40 minutes from her job, got arrested. They put handcuffs on her because they didn't want to, did not want to allow her to go in. She talked to them, whatever she said, got the handcuffs off, went in while the shooter was in there, got her son and got the heck out. And I think that's what should have happened. There comes a time when you, you look at your chief and say, screw you. These kids need to be saved. Deal with me afterwards. Go so, ahead, Fabian. Way, Sorry, good morning. Yeah, good, good morning, good morning, fam. Good morning, good morning. And every time I hear of a situation like this where uh, the police did not act, uh, I think of George Floyd. And uh, the lead guy with him, with him knee in another man's neck. But how about the other four or five officers that were around? Should they defy their chief at that point? Yes. I agree. I agree. So that's a tough call. That's why I could never be a police officer because I'm going to see things that I'm not going to agree with. I will not condone and I will not act on. But to be, imagine being in that position moments where... Mm -hmm. You sign up to do right, and you, you enlist, and you go through all that training for the right reasons. And then you come on a situation like that, no, or George Floyd, or this unfortunate shooting, where the lead guys tell you one thing, but your heart... I, imagine living with that for the rest of your life. I cannot. Mm -hmm. I cannot. I'd have quit right there upon a damn spot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a damn budge. I'm a gun. I'm a gun. I'm find something else for do with, with my life. Exactly. And Javette, you're right. It looks like either way you may or may not have a job. But I would rather not have a job and know that I've minimized the death toll. But what if she went in there and made it worse? You know something? It's a, it, it's, it's, it's a gamble. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a gamble. With the George Floyd, I think that decision would have been easier for me uh -huh. than going into the school. Like if the man was already in the classroom, I would not have went into the classroom. But if he was walking through the halls or something, yeah, I would have took him down. But George Floyd, all you had to do was push the man off the man neck. Uh -huh. That's it. Fight in the street, whatever y'all want to do with each other. But that's it. It's not like he had a weapon. Oh, boy. It's a tough spot to be in, right, Javette? It's as though you're caught between a rock and a hard place. You don't want to do anything that could cause more children to be harmed. But at the same time, you do not want to not do anything. And then it comes across as though you're complicit. It's a hard place to be in. Very conflicting. Um, I know what I would have done. I would have taken my chances because all I'm thinking about is these babies, these children, innocent lives. Um, now as it relates to the comment that she made, I think that's the issue. If my son had been in there, I would not have been outside. I promise you that. And I think because she's made that statement, they are um, breaking that statement down. And what I think they're trying to say is, oh, you would have cared more to do something 
if you had a ch- if your child was there but because your child wasn't there you decided not to act Th- that's what i'm getting from it i think the statement is what i had her is where i the- agree yeah some people need to think before they open their mouths yeah especially in situation like that yeah that is where they have her it's as if to say you only care if it's your child i don't really care about these kids that's the, how it can come across and that's the issue you know um a lot of times we say things that we regret a lot of times we say things and because we did not say them the way we intended they get misconstrued and a lot of times we say the very things that we have in our mind and don't realize that somebody's hearing us and we should have kept those thoughts private right especially when you're in certain positions all right but uh good morning good morning marlon but remember too a lot of people don't care about other people's kids true so what she's saying is you know she probably really mean it she don't she don't care Uh guy mine is not in there so who cares a lot of people go into these jobs for the different benefits or whatever they choose they don't go in there to protect and serve you know as they're supposed to do so most of them police officers they don't care about nobody's life but their own or their family yeah oh a lot of them go in there for the wrong reason because at the end of the day she said what she mean her child is not there she's not going in there it's just like the other one in the parkland shooting he didn't go inside the building either you know he stayed outside and wait for help if possibly if he had went in there maybe he could have took the guy down and it could have been worse as mr Javed said but if i'm a police officer i'm going to take that chance i would take the chance and hoping that it don't get worse yeah no, but if nobody is there and I'm there, I'm going in. Um, because that's my job to protect these kids. But a lot of them don't care. They don't care about nobody else but themselves or their family. So, Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Our next story, men charged with defrauding Florida school shooters brought the story courtesy of the Associated Press. The head of a Virginia company accused of exploiting immigration detainees seeking bail has now been charged with defrauding the brother of Florida school shooter Nicholas Cruz. The Augusta County Sheriff's Office said Mike Donovan, the CEO of Nexus services in verona virginia was arrested on wednesday after being indicted on fraud charges the indictment states that the victim is zachary cruz 22 who for several years has lived with donovan and his spouse richard moore in fisherville moore who is a part owner and executive with nexus and three others are also facing charges along with donovan donovan denies that cruz has been defrauded he said the charges are retaliation for efforts he has undertaken to expose corruption in the sheriff's office and hold it accountable for two police shootings last year. Next up, the Orlando Free Fall Ride will be taken down after the teen's death, the operator says, story courtesy of CNN. A Florida drop tower amusement park ride from which a 14-year-old boy fell to his death in March will be taken down. 
The decision to take down the 430-foot-tall Orlando Freefall Tower and ride at Icon Park outside Orlando was made because of Tyree Sampson's March 24 death, the operator said in an online statement. The ride, which had opened only months before Tyree's death, had, has since been closed. Tyree's family had called for the ride to be taken down and filled a and filed sorry a still pending wrongful death lawsuit against several entities, including the park, the ride's operator, and the ride's manufacturer. The timeline for taking down the ride will be determined by the approvals of all involved parties and regulatory entities, the statement reads. Tyree's father, Yarnell Sampson, said he was having a happy cry upon learning the ride will come down. Biden pardons thousands for simple possession of marijuana. Story courtesy of the Associated Press. President Joe Biden is pardoning thousands of Americans convicted of simple possession of marijuana under federal law as his administration takes a dramatic step toward decriminalizing the drug and addressing charging practices that disproportionately impact people of color. Biden's move also covers thousands convicted of the crime in the District of Columbia. He is also calling on governors to issue similar pardons for those convicted of state marijuana offenses, which reflect the vast majority of marijuana possession cases. Biden, in a statement, said the move reflects his position that no one should be in jail just for using or possessing marijuana. Too many lives have been upended because of our failed approach to marijuana, he added. It's time that we get these things right. According to the White House, no one is currently in federal prison solely for simple possession of the drug. But the pardon could help thousands overcome obstacles to renting a home or finding a job. All right, so that's a good move, I want to say. That is a good one. Next up, Philadelphia apologizes for experiments on black inmates. This story, courtesy of the Jamaica Observer, via the Associated Press, the city of Philadelphia issued an apology on Thursday for the unethical medical experiments performed on mostly black inmates at its, at its Holmesburg prison from the 1950s through the 1970s. The move comes after community activists and families of some of those inmates raised the need for a formal apology. It also follows a string of apologies from various U.S. cities over historically racist policies or wrongdoing in the wake of the nationwide racial reckoning after the killing of George Floyd by a Minneapolis police officer. The city allowed University of Pennsylvania researcher Dr. Albert Kligman to conduct the dermatological, biochemical, and pharmaceutical experiments that intentionally exposed about 300 inmates to viruses, fungus, asbestos, and chemical agents, including dioxin, a component of Agent Orange. The, vi the vast majority of Kligman's experiments were performed on black men, many of whom were awaiting trial and trying to save money for bail, and many of whom were illiterate, the city said. Kligman, who would go on to pioneer the acne and wrinkle treatment, Retin-A, died in 2010. Many of the former inmates would have lifelong scars and health issues from the experiments. 
A group of the inmates filed a lawsuit against the university and Klingman in 2000 that was ultimately thrown out because of statute of limitations. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney said in the apology that the experiments exploited a vulnerable population and the impact of that medical racism has extended for generations. Without excuse, we formally and officially extend a sincere apology to those who were subjected to this inhumane and horrific abuse. We're also sorry it took far too long to hear these words, Kenny wrote. Last year, the University of Pennsylvania issued a formal apology and took Kligman's name off some honorifics like an annual lecture series and professorship. The university also directed research funds to fellows focused on dermatological issues in people of color. <laughs> so you issue an apology, you take his name off honorifics, you directed research funds to fellows focused on dermatological issues in people of color. So what do the inmates get? Well, do you remember years ago I told you? Yes, you did, Marlon. For a long time. And you know where they do it a lot? Chrome. In the, in the Chrome, where they keep illegals. They they test a lot of stuff on those people because they know they're going home, you know, possibly going home. They've been doing this for years, you know, um, and you don't have no choice but to take it. If they say you use the one they're going to use for the experiment, you have no say. You have to do it. You have to take it. You know, but wow. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But my question still remains. What do the inmates get if they are still inmates and for those who came out and have to live with the scars? What do they get? An apology? That's it. Nothing. You can shove that apology straight up your own asses. I'm sorry. Keep your damn apology. Mm, yes, Javette. Yes, Javette. In the article, you said that he created retinol. Retin A, uh, acne and wrinkle treatment. You know, that, that white folks use. Okay. So what I'm hearing is even though this man has died, there is still money being made from mm -hmm. that patent. Right? Yep. Okay. That's all I want to say out loud. Yes, Javette. So you see why I'm saying what are they doing for these people who were affected? All they get is an apology. Every single penny needs to go to them for the rest of their lives and their children and their children's children. An apology. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. We're going we're gonna to remove his name from honorifics, you know, like an annual lecture series and professorship. That's good, right? Yeah. And I say, yeah, 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 yeah. And we're also going to, you know, redirect research funds to fellows, you know, who are looking into dermatological issues in people of color, right? Right. So we're going to be helping your, your, um, your sect, right? We're going to be doing some research, right? And dermatology, we're going to fund that. 
Yeah, right, right. And we, we're apologizing. We're sorry, right? That's good, right? My answer, my next question to them would have been, okay, so how are you going to compensate us? I shouldn't even have to ask you that question. All proceeds from the sale of Retin A, which is designed for white folks, because they're trying to keep the wrinkles out their skin and look young forever, because they're trying to figure out what is it about black people, why they don't crack. All of that money needs to go to these people. But if if, <laughs> if, you know, if if this is for white folks, why do you try to the white people to see if it works? Why are you gonna try not the black folks? You want, I mean, try it on the people who you who you making it for. I'm I'm just saying though, you know. Because them can't further damage them people. You want to man, and you want them to go damage and burn up for them people's skin. I understand that, but what works on us is not gonna work on them. You know, so why don't you try it on them? <laughs> I'm just saying. We are the guinea pigs. We have always been the guinea pigs. Morning, everyone. Good morning, James. Yeah, and and that's that's what I was just about to say to like you better believe that this is this is just like a tip of what's been happening. Because if you if you if you look carefully, it's only in the past say 10 to, to, to 15 years that you will hear about um, like type of like research being done and they get um, people to volunteer. Like for example, with the COVID vaccine, when they say, when they say that they have, um, they, they have people like students or whatever that volunteer to take, to, 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 to do the research. And there, there are a lot of companies now that actually pay people to do these type of research. But that is something new that, that is only happening in the, in the past, say, 10 to 15 years. So you better believe that all of these other stuff, you know, like Viagra and them type of stuff, you think that they try it on white men first? Nope. Black men. You know, um, a lot of these... Um, these 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 um medication that they use for like um transplant like like um kidney transplant and stuff like that we think they test it on yes so it, it's something that's been happening for a while and it's it's funny how like things things slowly leak out after the people who are responsible are dead and no longer can be accountable or or, or they find a way to not um have them pay back so a lot more is going to come out, but it's, it's been happening for a long time. It, it's not it's not anything new from, you know, from the, the Tuskegee thing. And and before that, it's been happening. Yeah. Yeah. We have always been guinea pigs. Yeah. We are the guinea pigs. Yep. <clears throat> oh, boy. You know what I would love? Lord, forgive me for my thoughts, James. Forgive me. But you know what I would like? Them test it on us and it work yeah and them say yes man we have it we get this finally bam we're good <laughs> i think y'all know where i'm going with this and then they bug it and sell it for themselves or them test it for themselves afterwards and they burn them up 
Yeah, right, Essa. <laughs> Let me stop. Javette says I need to behave myself, so I'm going to behave myself. I'm going to stop. <laughs> We're going to take another quick music break. When we return, it is business and tech news. Here are some more soca as we get ready for Carnival Weekend. Carnival down here in Miami, Florida this weekend. Party live, it's not dead on alcohol, but it's not my head boost me up. And it is Friday, people. It's not too early to start drinking. <laughs> don't drive and drop. No, boys, don't drink and drop. Listen, I have some rum in my coffee cup already, so I'm very happy. It's Friday. No drinking and driving, folks. You gotta be safe. Please designate a driver, and the driver do not drink. Please. <laughs> Push, 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 I better say you can't empty your drink one time, then get a reload. I better say you can't take up your clothes one half naked in the road. When the music sweet she feel like we broke out. This me tell her if we make the monster way in our coat. Put your hand on your knee and push it back. Hand on your knee and push it back. Put your hand on your knee and push it back. It is the Friday Mix on Coffee and Tell. We're doing it in Soka Stally. Getting everybody ready for Carnival this weekend. And of course, the partying start from last night. As long as I have Jehovah Jireh. I and you know we got to bless the party then before we start. Wishing for a safe carnival weekend for everyone while you're enjoying yourselves. May you be covered, may you be protected. I tell you this, though, you don't really have much issues down here when it comes to carnival. Us Caribbean people, we know how to behave ourselves, <laughs> right? We have fun where we're supposed to have fun, and we're still at that trouble. Shiloh, 
That promise of life was made on creation day. Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone listening live on JanoRadio.com. And of course, thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. On Moments with me, you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. So who's going to jump mass with me next year? Not doing it this year, but next year for sure. It is going on the calendar as long as I got life. So y'all let me know. We, we, we going to put a band together, right? Or we go jump with a nice band. But I think a group of us should go do this. I know Javed is on board. Sanat, Russell, I ain't got to ask you twice. Don't worry, Marlon will get us water. <laughs> 
Azula, what's up? You coming? Tasha! Thank you once again to everyone listening. Our moments with me, meeting you're listening to Caffeine Toe. It's time for us to get into business and tech news. All right, a little rum in my cup never hurt. And first up in business and tech news, Musk lawyer says Twitter is. Refusing new $44 billion bid for company. Okay, interesting development. Elon Musk's lawyers said on Thursday that Twitter is refusing the Tesla billionaire's renewed $44 billion bid for the social media company and have asked a Delaware court to halt an upcoming trial. Musk made a renewed offer to take over the company earlier this week to end a protracted legal dispute that began when Musk tried to back out of the April deal and Twitter sued. Representatives for Twitter did not immediately respond to messages for comment, and that story was courtesy of the Associated Press. Oh boy, rich people problems. Amazon to hire 150,000 workers for the holidays, similar to 2021. Amazon will be hiring 150,000 full-time, part-time, and seasonal employees across its warehouses ahead of the holiday season. The announcement made Thursday shows the e-commerce behemoth. I hope I pronounced that right. I've never heard of this word. You know what? I've got to look it up. B-E-H-E-M-O-T-H. Anybody else familiar with that word? It's my first time hearing it. Yes, ma'am. It means very, very large. Behemoth. You're perfectly right. Somebody forgot about school. Okay. Yeah, a huge or monstrous creature. Wow. Something enormous, especially a big and powerful organization. Well, thank you. I learned something today. Behemoth. B E H E M O T H. Folks, we learned a new word today. Thank you, Sunette. Appreciate that. Wow. So I don't have to go back to school. I just, but no matter how much you read, you're right, Sonette. You can't know every single word. You are going to come across a word that you've never heard before, right? And of course, I will say this, and I think I've said it before on this platform. The context in which the word is used will give you an idea of the meaning, right? You don't have to go look up every single word. Just look at the context in which it is used. And that's, a, you know, an indicator of what it actually means. All right. So, as I was saying, where was I? The behemoth. That threw me off. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, so, the announcement made Thursday shows the e-commerce behemoth is taking a less conservative approach to its holiday planning than Walmart which said last month it would hire 40,000 U.S. workers for the holidays compared to 150,000 in 2021. 
Amazon, which typically beefs up its operations during the holidays, was looking for the same number of seasonal employees last year. Its other competitors, UPS and Target, have said their holiday hiring plans will also remain in line with the prior year. Seattle-based Amazon said workers can earn an average pay of $19 per hour based on their position and location within the U.S. The company had announced last week it would raise its average pay for frontline workers by a dollar, a move aimed towards attracting more employees in a tight labor market. It also said it would make changes so employees can get paid more frequently than once or twice a month. Analysts expect the holiday shopping season to be impacted by the uncertain economic environment as budget-conscious shoppers navigate higher prices for food and other necessities amid high inflation and rising interest rates. So if anybody is looking for a summer uh, holiday job, especially college kids or high school kids, um, there goes an opportunity. Okay. And now we go on to sports news. Messi says 2022 World Cup will surely be his last, courtesy of the JamaicaObserver.com. Argentina captain Lionel Messi said on Thursday that the 22-2022 World Cup in Qatar will surely be the last of his career. He said, it's my last World Cup, surely. I feel good physically. I was able to do a very good preseason this year, which I couldn't do last year. It was essential to get where I am with a good state of mind and a lot of hope. The 35-year-old told ESPN Argentina. Messi, who is due to appear in his fifth World Cup, made his international debut in 2005. Wow, and has won. 164 caps for Argentina, okay, and is the country's all-time record scorer with 90 goals. In the interview, which took place in Paris, where Messi plays for Paris Saint, is it Saint Germain? <laughs> uh, he admitted he was nervous about the impending tournament in Qatar. There is anxiety and nerves about the World Cup. He said, "We can't wait for it to start." Okay, all right, Messi. Quick question. Yeah. Um, I think mostly for Marlon. Is there a Messi and a Messier? Are they two different people? Hmm. I didn't hear your question, Miss Senna. What'd you say? Is there a two different soccer players, one named Messi and one named Messier? Yes. Yes, Messi. Oh, wow. I Thank you. I, well, I heard moments reading and I'm like, wait, isn't his name Messier? But this, there's two separate people. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. People, yeah. All right. I learned something new again. I didn't even know that, Sinet. You see, that's the problem. I'm not watching these sports for the sport. That's the problem. I don't watch your sports. Messi is hot as balls. I mean, if you see him, you're like, you can't help not looking at him. But, How you spell uh, his name? Spe spell that one for me. M-E-S-S. -S. I would lie to you if I did. I know his name is Messier. He's tall. His face is not great, in my opinion, but his body is outrageous. Okay, I think I found him. I think I found Hold on. No, 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 no. Lie. I'm lying. I'm lying. I didn't spell that right. Okay. Whatever. I didn't find that one. Messi. Am I correct? <laughs> Mark Messier. Hold on. No, 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 no. That's, a, Wait, that's an ice hockey person. person. <clears throat> hmm. That's ice hockey. No. Okay. We'll find hey, him. Hey, Marlon, what's the name of the soccer player? 
Oh, um, one is Messi's for Argentina. Messi is, uh, I forgot what team he plays for, but um, he's been a, but he's, he's not as popular as Messi, so you probably won't even find him in the internet right now. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else then. Maybe because. Okay. Who, maybe you'll remember. There's a very, very tall man, and <clears throat> never mind. There's too many tall men. In oh, <laughs> he's a tall man. He's, I think he's Argentinian or he's Spanish, as in from Spain. Mm-hmm. And he's on a lot of ads, and people are always going after him. He has a set of twins. Oh, that's not Messi. That's uh, uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Uh, oh yeah. That's okay. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, ay, ay, ay. He's from, not Argentina, he's from, oh, what's the Spanish? Is he from Spain? Cristiano. He's from Spain, yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying, he's, uh, he's Spanish, so he's mm. from Spain. Actually, okay. you want me to tell you where he's really from? Colombia. Go no, ahead. he's not, and he's not even Spanish, he's Portuguese. Brazil. Portugal. Portugal? Yep. The country of Portugal. Oh, wow. Yeah, Portugal. That's where he's from. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. He plays for that team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, right. he's a forward with the Portugal national football team. Cristiano Ronaldo Jr. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Forgive my sidetracking. So That's I'm, all right. I got to look up Messier because now I'm getting confused. Like, I know that name, but I can't remember who's associated with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Morning. Good morning, uh, naturalist. I had a chance to see um, Messi uh, last week, Argentina versus Jamaica. And uh, that man is like a guy. It was my first soccer game in person for all these years. And I'd say that man is like a guy in that stadium. He was sick, and those folks just start calling his name and stomping the floor. One time I actually got terrified because they were stomping so much, they, 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 they bleached like, Oh, place like vibrating. I'm like, yo. Wow. And I've seen all, all these videos about, you know, stadium collapse. And that's how far I'm getting because I've never experienced this kind of energy at a, at a soccer game because I've never been to one. Yeah, they kicked our ass 3 3 nil. Uh, very disappointed. Um, when he gets on the, on, the, um, on the field, you can see how the game changes and how he controls the ball. And I think he's also, you know, intimidating to people. Because mm. they're always always trying to double team him and yes he's such a good passer that once you leave your position you know you're gonna find the open person you know more more time so but it was a great experience my first soccer game in person wow glad you were i love i love to do it again but if the energy for an exhibition game was that on that level i cannot imagine for a world cup what is the energy like i'm not sure what the experience to be added to wow well, I'm glad you were able to have that experience that will forever be embedded in your memory. Yeah. Jamaica did it. You know what I'm saying? I said, Jamaica's in New Jersey. I, I got to go support them. And the thing is, um, you know, we, we all, I always count the flags. And I count around around 10 flags. The stadium owed 25,000 people. It was sold out. Um, I think the, the Jamaicans, whoever was in charge, they did a bad job for both of them because there weren't many Jamaicans there. Ours mm. that we don't we don't we don't we don't support soccer. We only support um track and field. I don't know, but I'll disappoint you know, I'll turn I had my flag on. I was uh, I was well Jamaican. Probably that's yeah, an up north thing, naturalist, because down here they do support down here. 
Well, it's, it's, I'm not, it was in Jersey. So you had New York, Connecticut, New Jersey. I would expect a better turnout, you know, for the regular boys than, you know, what, what, I, what I saw. But, you know, I, I had fun. I enjoyed myself. That's what matters. That is what matters. All right. I could let you naturally say if you go on the other side where the Argentina is sitting, it's a lot of Jamaicans sitting over there because a lot of them love Messi. You know, so, so they said that we dash for their own for Messi. Hold on, then. so yeah. is it there is there but not wearing their colors? Yep, a lot Bastards. of them for <laughs> Jamaica. I'm telling you, I've seen it because I've been to a couple of games. They will support the, the player they love and don't support their own team. Damn, y'all a bunch of sellouts, man. I can't believe they would really do that. Put on the blue and white for Argentina just to support Messi. Yep. Wow. Interesting. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> okay. And I won't say nothing because when Brazil played Jamaica here two years ago hmm. in Miami. You put I on was... that blue, that green and yellow, huh? So did. Supporting Brazil. You so. sell out, yo. Are you were you supporting Brazil for supporting the players, or are you supporting them? Sonette, 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 Sonette. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. Are you supporting the the team, Marlon, or are you supporting the woman? Which one is it? <laughs> I'm supporting both. my gosh all right next up in sports news kansas city chiefs jerry and ely suspended for allegedly using performance enhancing drugs ay, ay, ay. a running back for the kansas city chiefs has been suspended by the national football league the nfl for allegedly using these substances 22 year old rookie jerry and ely a practice squad player has been suspended from playing ball for the next six games for allegedly using performance-enhancing drugs during his suspension, he will be replaced by wide receiver Marcus Kemp. This doesn't seem to be messing up the team's momentum as they just came off a major 41-31 victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are now sitting at the top of the AFC West standings and they are set to take on the Las Vegas Raiders next Monday. This is, hold on, this story just popped up. Another sports story. I want to look at this one. Um, NBA player Draymond Green reportedly forcibly struck Jordan Poole in physical altercation during Golden State Warriors practice. All right, so before we jump to that one, um, this story here, the Kansas City Chief, he's so young. Why would he do that to himself? performance don't they know the rules the regulations and i'm not saying he's the only one who does it but he got caught um how often do they test them in the nfl marlon do you know i know they do it on a regular i'm not sure how often but they do it on a regular or if they think something is uh, he played real good against tampa bay i mean he's a rookie and he came out and he played because i watched that game he played really good um, they must have seen signs or something 
for them to test them because they don't test them every day, but mm-hmm. they, if they see signs or um, something look off, they will test you. I'm not sure often they do it, if every game or, you know, but I don't know why he did that because I think he, well, I don't know how long he's been taking this stuff, so I can't say. Right. But he's been, he's he's a good running back, so I don't know what happened. Unless he's, um, I don't know. Let's see. Hopefully, he don't get, I know it's six games, but it can affect him for a while, so. Yeah. Yeah, you just, it's early in your career, man. Come on. You know what I'm thinking as I'm, as you're talking? I'm saying, I wonder if somebody um spiked him or something. That's what I'm thinking. I hope that's the case and not him intentionally using performance enhancing drugs. I, I, I'm hoping for that. I really am. All right, so NBA player Draymond Green reportedly forcibly struck Jordan Poole in physical altercation during a Golden State Warriors practice. Uh, according to sources, Green and Poole shoved each other during the practice on Wednesday, but it is unclear what started the alleged altercation. Green allegedly forcibly struck his teammate first, and it is said that the situation got worse. The players were separated swiftly after interrupting the practice. Although the team's management tried to defuse the tension in the locker room, they felt that a line was crossed and that internal discipline is imminent. No documented injuries relating to the purported incident have been made public. Green has had disagreements with teammates before. A bench fight with Kevin Durant in 2018 resulted in Green being suspended from one game. Get yourself some self-control. Come on, guys. Come on. This is not necessary. So unnecessary. And speaking of um, NBA, so I was listening to a morning show as I'm dropping my boys off at school earlier this week and the whole Nia Long and her partner that thing came up and I can't remember verbatim what was said but what I drew from her because she broke her silence but what I drew from what was said is that she knew about it but she has to play the role of being affected if you know what I mean and that's some of me me state of people business because there are a lot of things that are going on in relationships that we're not privy to. She knew about this damn relationship. She knew he was out there um doing what he was doing. So I pointed my finger at him. I'm not. And I'm gonna I'm not gonna knock him for what did happen. No, I'm not. A lot of times saying that it's okay now. So we should just all leave that alone, dump the story and dump our sympathy for her then. Yep. Exactly. You're okay with it. Yeah. Leave people alone. A lot of ta- a lot of times, Camilo, people um react when things become public and because it them it look makes them look bad and you know yeah, seven years you engaged this man. You have a child for him. There had to be more going on in the back burner. Had to be. She knew about it. Just like a lot of times, a lot of wives know what their husbands are doing, but keep quiet because of the money. And it's not until it something happens and it becomes public knowledge, that's when they're like, 
you know, and the whole world feels sorry for the woman all the time. You know, go ahead, Camila. Go right ahead. Well, you know, that's. <laughs> yes, Annette. Go ahead, Camila. I'm so sorry. Let 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 her take her blast, because you know a lot of times, you know, West Indians deal with things in a different way. You know, we already don't tell. We're already private people culturally, and um, so you know a lot of them. You know, sometimes we root. I'm rooting for her. She needs a thing, and meanwhile, you know, she just there. So we're just out here looking crazy, trying to fix her business. I just drink water. I mind my business. And mind my business and come out of that. <laughs> Let she take her seven year, ten year and engagement and look like um oh stupid goat out here. That is them. <laughs> Nigerian. She was she was engaged for seven years? They're yes, engaged. a whole long time. Yeah, seven I years. Like, I um, well, I don't know what y'all say, but in in Patwa they say tet kabwit. <laughs> so, yeah, she out here looking like that. Listen, me and I'm engaged to no man for not seven years, and I'm not saying to each his own. Let me get that clear. To each his own. What works for you won't work for me. If you're happy. With a seven-year engagement, which is a hell of a red flag in my opinion, what that tells me is that you are stringing me along until you find a more suitable candidate, until you find somebody that fits the bill for you. Suppose she's moments along because hold, hold, hold on, Javette, one second. Go ahead, Dre. Supposes she's stringing him along and don't want to go ahead with the marriage because, after all, it is Neil Long. So, what does that mean? It's Neil Long and what? I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's always like the man's string. She's the one that probably don't want to get married to him as yet. So, that could know. be true, too. That so could that's be what true, I'm too. Saying. She's the one was like, okay, we're engaged. We want to see how this happened, but I'm not marrying marry as yet, you know. Uh, could be her and you know something dre to that point it could be that he decided to string be strong along to avoid child support we don't know but go right ahead javette so sorry no i was going to say the same exact thing okay yeah valid point valid point but as you said it's near long you know that's why i'm like and so what it's near long because you're looking at comments all over social media and they're like oh my gosh near long how could he do that to her she's so gorgeous and everybody is hung up on her beauty and as if to say beautiful women don't have issues no it's not for me it's not the beauty is the uh is like uh she probably she do have choices um she probably have more to lose in the relationship when it comes to finance and stuff like that so that's why I'm looking at it like, you know, probably she's the one that just don't want to get married. That's why I say it's Neil Long. She, you know, probably the finance. She has more of the finance and et cetera, et cetera. And so we might that's what I was so. looking at. It, yeah. was, it wasn't evil beauty and that's that why she I was, was talking doing about. Spiritual marriage. <laughs> when you went, when fights start to come down and bust out, when, when, when spiritual marriage that that not work. That is what she was trying to sort out because she didn't want to mix up the man money and all these things. See, I understand that. But now that there's a 
a bust down and a broke down. <laughs> now look. Camilla cracking me up. Let me tell you something. Why is it that we sit here and we say, okay, well, look at Halle Berry. She was so beautiful. She got cheated on. Look at Beyonce. Jay-Z cheated on her. Look, and, and we start listing all these beautiful women that men cheat on them. Doesn't that tell you something? It's not necessarily something wrong with a man. Why do we think that because these women are um, put on a pedestal and, and, and deemed by the world as being beautiful, that they're normal? that they're perfectly normal, that there could be nothing wrong with them as though they're angels from heaven. Why do we think that? And oh my God, I can't believe, look at her. She's so gorgeous. How could he cheat on her? Some of them pretty women are the maddest women them out there. Crazy. I was just about to say that, you know, my experience as a young lad, um, you know, ladies who had the beauty, they had less to offer. They were willing. They were willing to do less. If you rub my feet, the marks you why. Now the girls that you know, they were looks challenge. As I like to say, because there's no one that's ugly, they just looks challenge. <laughs> and they'll do. They, they, they'll fly. Yo. High, high, low, uh, <laughs> can't take that challenge. Looks challenge. Yeah. that I've been spending less time on Clubhouse, way less time. I didn't realize the toxicity, the degree of toxicity that exists on this app. There are so many troubled people. Lots. Oh, Jesus. Real bad. It's the, real bad. These people need therapy. Crowd. fighting the war and I'm like and I can I can see the people who are in the audience right 
some of them I've made contacts with, so they're 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 on my friend list. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. But can we also say besides? body shaming and the color shaming and everything else if a person wants to cheat they're going to cheat Facts. doesn't matter how beautiful how ugly how whatever how good a wife they are if wife or husband if someone wants to cheat they're going to cheat facts facts javette ain't nothing you can do to stop it they want to be they want people that are fit feminine and friendly while they're fat grouchy and fast Oh my gosh. You know something? Clubhouse, clubhouse, clubhouse. These clubhouse streets. Sinet, you're brave. Javette, you're brave. I don't know how y'all do it. Mm -mm. I'm like, I don't I don't go into the room where there is negativity like that. I did in the beginning, mm -hmm. but when you keep that constant negativity in your head, it does something to you. So I stay to. with my people. You know what I mean? I try to stay with the positive, not even try. I mainly stay in just positive environments. It has now, to if affect you. Telling me somebody is a con, I may drop in just to see who that con is <laughs> to make sure that I stay out of the room that the con is in. I saw you last night in that one. <laughs> Yo, those people are terrible. They yelled at me. And I did not stay long. I did not stay long. Oh, so but good. I know that person that they were talking about. Yeah, Don. I know him too. I Because he's, he's, he's scamming? The uncle of, they claim he's scamming. And it sounds like he is. Um, but they claim, he, I mean, he's the uncle of, um, what was the name of the kid who got killed at Fruitvale? That's him, right? I have no clue what y'all talking about. So I'm just listening. What do you say to that? He's the, the the uncle of the kid who got killed at Footvale Station by the police. That's oh, that I part know. I don't know. That part oh, I don't know. Because during the trials for Aub the Aubrey trial and um and the Chauvin trial, he was a lot in the in the chalk what's the name of Coco Connections room when they were doing court cases. Well, you know what? That will that would be great because then we'll finally be able to find out his real name. <laughs> oh no, my he didn't, God. Um, he he's just Uncle Don. He he does not say anything but Uncle Don. But yeah, you can probably find his real name. Wow. Let me tell you something. Clubhouse, clubhouse, clubhouse. Ah. <laughs> ah, what can I say? We're going to take a quick break when we return. It is Caribbean porn. Okay, hold on. I think somebody opened their mic. Go ahead, Camila, before I go to music. Really. Oh, no, no, no. Go on. It's okay. Sorry. My <laughs> mic was accidentally open. <laughs> All right. We're going to take it a little more soca when we return. Caribbean porn. Yo, yo. This is the biggest collab.
All a girl inside a van Make she learn a stick She jab like we don't give a damn We mad and we sick, sick Juve money ringing bell Moving like we come from hell We under a jab jab spell So we playing jab jab until we dead Jab jab away junk like fish And you know any effect we day in it When you see we juve money Just give us selfish to it Pull a girl, give she up Give she up behind each up Baby girl, no waste no time it is not too late to join us on the 50 squats a day challenge in honor of breast cancer awareness this challenge was started by tasha right here on clubhouse and we thank her very much for it 50 squats a day if you can do 100 get it done and music like this is great to use to get through it. It makes it go by really quickly. Before you know it, you had the 200. In the Friday mix, we are doing it in soca style today as we kick off Carnival this weekend in Miami, Miami, Florida. It's gonna be a beautiful weekend, they say. Right now, it's nice and sunny, 81 degrees outside. Not too hot. What's your favorite part of Carnival? For me, it's letting loose, no inhibitions can act all crazy and you ain't got to go home with the people you whining on <laughs> an endless rum of course go right ahead rosolo let me turn this down conference call right uh-huh the boss told us that we're not getting our bonuses because they're changing the structure uh-huh we're supposed to get last quarter uh-huh and she just asked me to do something and you started playing back on now and i turned up my radio and my mic went off me by accident <laughs> she said are you are you said <laughs> <laughs> so this is my bonus right here the Baka now came just when she said, ask, because I said, I have a question. I said, are you saying that the bonus that you said you were giving us like a quarter ago that we're not getting now because we changed structures? And she said, yes. And the song accidentally saying, Bacanala, Bacanala. <laughs> oh, mm. You know what? Just just for that, I'm going to pull it up. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go.
all our listeners logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com for quality music while you work or play log on to qmzradio.com to help you get through your day thank you to everyone tuned in on johnnoradio.com don't forget to download that johnno radio app j-a-h-k-n-o johnno radio Take us on the go. The app is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And of course, I've got to say thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. It's where I read the news and we share our views. You are inside the Friday Mix courtesy of moments with me getting you ready for carnival weekend in soca style i came all the way from trinidad linked up with forby huh. and it's crazy viking sailor and forby martins 
Coming up after this, we have the Caribbean corner, so don't you dare go anywhere. We got the stories out of the Caribbean. Today we are not gonna worry about anything. Yeah, we're not gonna let anybody drive us crazy. After all, we gotta take it one day at a time. Don't let nobody stress you out. They're not worth it. Turn up your music and wind up your ways. Enjoy yourself. Everyone, let me see your hands up straight up into the sky for your hands up. Everybody move those stand up straight up into the sky for your hands up. We've got the vibes up with you. Turn up the volume with you. Everyone's front up with you. Hey, everybody, hands go up. Music in my ears, rum in my cup. I'm good. Ain't nothing nobody can say at this point. And it is time for Caribbean Corner. Time to bring that heart rate back down, <laughs> cool down. Our first story, courtesy of Al Jazeera News, United Nations calls for humanitarian corridor in Haiti's uh, crisis hit capital. The United Nations is calling for a humanitarian corridor to allow fuel to leave Haiti's main terminal in Port-au-Prince, where an outbreak of cholera and surging gang violence have raised international concern. Armed gangs have blockaded the Varu terminal, the country's primary fuel entry point, for weeks in anger over cuts to government subsidies, and a worsening lack of supplies has pushed health facilities to the brink of collapse. The UN Integrated Office in Haiti on Thursday called for the immediate opening of a humanitarian corridor to allow the release of fuel to meet the urgent needs of the population. Access to potable water, sanitation, and healthcare is severely disrupted, which is essential to prevent and respond quickly to cholera, it said in a statement. The crisis that Haiti is going through affects the population 
throughout the territory, and the most vulnerable people are the first to suffer from the blockage. Local authorities and international aid groups have raised alarm after Haiti on the weekend reported its first cholera case in more than three years. New University of the West Indies policy, new undergraduate students to learn foreign language. The UE University of the West Indies on Thursday announced that it has evolved as a multilingual institution with a new policy that will require all new undergraduate students to take up a foreign language and become conversation competent. I'm here for that. Story courtesy of CaribbeanLoopNews.com. This is something that I know I've said. Jamaica is surrounded by countries that speak other languages. We, to the north, direct north, we have Cuba. To the east, we have Haiti. Going a little further, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. To the west, we have Central America. That houses Mexico, Costa Rica, Panama, Nicaragua, uh, Guatemala. You head south. We have Ecuador, Colombia, Venezuela, Argent- Argentina. You also have Brazil, Portuguese, Chile, Peru. We're the only English speaking, if you take a note. The only English speaking island in the midst of it all. The other English-speaking islands are to the um, east, the Windward Islands. Leewards. Leewards, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Dre. Yeah, right? And over there, some of the islands, they speak French. Martinique is one that I know they speak French. So it is time for us to definitely embrace the second language. And you know what I'm tired of? My people, my Jamaican people. If they hear another Jamaican speaking another language besides Patois, they look at you with disdain. And I'm, why would you do that? Wouldn't you be happy that a fellow Jamaican speaks another language? There are Jamaicans that speak German, that speak French, that speak Mandarin. Italian, Spanish, Creole, but we don't embrace them. Why why is that? I have heard the ignorant comments of other Jamaicans. You're going like you're better than. Where, Where does that come into play? So because you don't speak a second language, you want the other person to feel bad for speaking a second language? Right, that makes sense to me. Sometimes they live in places like Montreal where you got to learn French or get left behind. I don't see why. There's so many Jamaicans that are in Japan and Finland and all these other places. I always used to say, you know, when we went to Iceland, guess who I ran into? Somebody from Jamaica. <laughs> yep. We find us, though. Yeah. We find us and a Haitian coffee shop in Iceland. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're everywhere. So what is it about the Jamaicans in Jamaica? Why they... What's wrong with us, man? Can we change jealousy, our mindset? Man. It has to be it. Jealousy we... and jealousy don't get you nowhere. Instead of being jealous, 
why not say, you know something I would like to learn? And you don't even have to go to school to learn. Jump on YouTube. You can learn it there. There are so many apps that you can use to learn another language. Instead of, quote unquote, hating on the person that speaks another language, this is what we do. The ignorance. I'm sorry. There's no other way for me to explain it. You just run up with the person and like learn phrases from them too. Like always talk to them all the time. You'll pick up. Exactly. We are, something is wrong with my people. I'm sorry. We have, we have work to do. Serious work to do. So thank you, University of the West Indies, because I know in South Florida, I can't speak for the rest of the country, but in the college in South, colleges in South Florida, you have, to take a, you have to take a foreign language. If you didn't do Spanish in high school, you best believe you're going to do it in college. Either Spanish or French. You've got to do something. And I'm here for it. And I embrace my patois, love my patois, but it's not formal. And we, we, we have to come to terms with that. It is not formal. Where can I go to study the technical aspect of patois to make sure that I'm spelling the words that I'm speaking right? It has not been formalized like Creole. In Haiti, you don't have to go to Haiti. You look online. You have the option to read something in Creole. The, gram, the grammar is there. The grammatics are there. So why, what happened with patois? Patois is not is not official. It's still like the localized village because my mom speaks Patois fluently. I mean, she's been trying to teach me, but she actually wanted me to learn French because there are more people in the world and Africa that speaks French. And so you can reach more people in French, but Patois has not been developed to even be written. And that's the issue. And when that's a shame. Written? That is well, a shame. Uh, it should have I, been I'm done. I'm going to turn it into an, an audible book. You out. You can't because I, I, I see, hold on one second, Kevrock. I've seen where people will take one sentence and it's written in five different ways. And I'm like, okay, so which one is the correct way? And then somebody's going to tell me, I'm a subpatois, right? Mr. Oh, whoa, whoa, back the heck up. Where did you learn your patois? Who taught you how to write it? Because it's not formal anywhere. Go ahead, Kevrock. I'm so sorry. I, I want to respectfully disagree with uh, you ladies still mm -hmm. um it, so it, it it has been formalized and uh, in the sense where at the university of west indies there are classes that teach um the structure of uh, of patwa okay and also the roots plays that that are written in jamaica there are formalized ways um for the folks who who go to the enamali school of of um art Mm -hmm. Right. There are three formalized way that 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 patwa is written. You All understand? Right. So, this, so there is formalized. It it's formalized to a certain extent. Okay, I was gonna say okay, right? Kevrock. <laughs> a certain extent. To a certain extent, I will say. But um, yeah. So I it's not truly formalized. It's not truly formalized, Kevrock. Because when you think about it, babies speak patwa. Some babies speak Pato before they speak English. So why should one have to wait to go to the University of the West Indies to learn the language? I agree with you. So I, it's not I totally formalized. agree with you. 
<laughs> I agree with you on that in, in that sense, but uh, I think sometimes it's stigma also uh -huh. because a lot of us when we were, were, were growing up, right, um, we are told stop chat bad. Yes. You know? Yeah. And talk good. So I think some of us grew up with that stigma. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's progress because there's a patwa Bible, there is a patwa dictionary, you know, but what I've never <laughs> there, seen it work to be done. I've never seen well, it. Have, so where, how can we get it? I have the patwa Bible. Where, why isn't it distributed in schools from the basic level so that people can start learning? If, if it is a part of our culture, if it's a part of who we are, shouldn't it be taught or shouldn't we be exposed to it from an early age then the right way kevra formally i would yeah, take exams yeah, I mean, on it i i totally totally agree with you on that and like i said there's work to be done and i think at least there is some uh there's a start with with having it at the university level, but I think it needs to go down to the basic school, primary school level. Um, so the kids them can override it. Exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Thank you, Kevra. Go ahead, James. Yeah, moments to add to that, too. Um, there's a module here in, in one of the universities in Toronto that covers it, too. Mm -hmm. and, and I know in Germany, I know in Germany, too, they, they, they cover it. So <laughs> I think some of the universities outside of Jamaica, um, I think I'm more acceptant of it because I know it's big in Germany. I know, um, I think York, is it York? I think it's York University. Um, they, they started a program years ago, like probably six, seven years ago. Um, yeah, so like it's, it's not where it's supposed to be, but you know, there, there, there are countries in the world that that are fascinated by the Jamaican culture. So, so let me ask you a question, James. Let me ask you a question. These um, schools in other countries that have the um, that offer the classes and are doing lectures, who gave them the formal structure for patos? So, that, how do we know is the right thing? How who 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 um who guided that? Who led that? Well, um, Miss Lou used to used to live in Toronto, so she's a part of. She's a part of Black History in Toronto. Okay, so my question um, is, who wrote the Patwa rule book, meaning that this is how words are spelled in Patwa? Yeah, so what I'm saying, like, that a lot of her books are, are being used um, when, when, when they're trying to study Patwa, and, and they get books from Jamaica, because there are books, they're, they're books that, that are written, but I think Jamaica don't embrace it. That's why it's not publicized or... or it's not out there like on the market like that but they're, they're actually books so let me so ask you a question again james so if i take up yeah. a miss lou book and a book in jamaica and a book in germany i'm going to see the same patwa across all these um the literature yeah it should yeah it should be should i think, I think okay i think patwa i think only like in like say like the dance hall when 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 these artists write music the the, the spellings are different but um, the old, like, from, like, uh, Miss Lou, um, um, what's his name, Charles Hyatt, and, and those, they, they have a structure from, from back in the days where the spelling have to be one way. But uh, in recent time, especially in dancer music, the, 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 the spelling and everything, people just spell it how they feel like. But um, it, it actually was structured, like, from back in the days. 
So we need to like, fix that. Yeah, remember, like, when Miss Lou... Miss Lou got pushed back earlier, earlier when she was doing... You know, Miss Lou became a hero when she was accepted in other places, just like Bob Marley. So it's just a hypocritic, hypocritical behavior of the Jamaican culture, Jamaican politicians and stuff like that, why it's not pushed further because, yeah, like it, it's been structured for a while. Mm. We need it to be formalized because Pato is like all over the place in terms of spelling, right? We need it to be formalized. But back to the main story at hand, it's that the policy at the University of the West Indies, newly instituted policy, is that um, new undergraduate students must learn a foreign, foreign excuse me, language. So going forward, the expectation is that all UE graduates will be at least conversation competent in a language other than English, said Pro Vice Chancellor for the Undergraduate Studies, Professor Justin Robinson. The UE currently has teaching and learning departments on its campuses that produce substantial numbers of graduates with specialized foreign language degrees. Majors and minors in French, Spanish, Portuguese, Japanese, Chinese, Mandarin, and teaching competences in others like Arabic, German, Hindi, uh, Korean and Yoruba have long been commonplace. However, the introduction of the foreign policy, um, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me. However, the introduction of the foreign language policy will now see all students participating in foreign language training at a general level. I would say it should be in high school too. Uh, uh, me. Um, in some countries, I think, Oh my gosh, I forgot this country. They start teaching them English. English is not their first language. It's not their mother tongue, but they start teaching them English um, from the elementary years because at the end of the day, um, English is the international language. It is the language of business, of trade. Um, there are some jobs you have to know English, regardless of what your mother tongue is. You have to know English to be able to secure those jobs. So let let us not limit ourselves. Definitely. So I'm I'm here for that advancement. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Yui. Air vent to prisoners cell cut and cops launch probe after escape. Commission of Police Major General Anthony Anderson has ordered the Inspectorate and Professional Standards oversight bureau to immediately launch a probe into the circumstances surrounding the escape of rudolph shaw from the central police lockups in kingston on thursday according to the police preliminary investigations have revealed that shaw who has been in police custody since july 27 was discovered missing from his cell at about 6 30 a.m during inspections and this was yesterday it has also been discovered that an air vent leading to Shaw's cell had been cut. Wow. Shaw, who the police describe as a longtime staple on the most wanted list in the divisions of St. Catherine North and St. Catherine South, was captured in the Cayman Islands on July 8 and subsequently deported to Jamaica. The 30-year-old was then charged with two counts of murder, two counts of wound wounding with intent, illegal possession of firearm and ammunition, and absconding bail. Hope that you get a hold of him. Next up, which has been a hot topic also out of Jamaica, some parents say school admins should not make uniform rules. Well, with the debate ranging about whether school uniforms in Jamaica are appropriate and how school administrators handle violations, 
some parents are suggesting that individual schools should not be allowed to determine dress codes. Questions have also been raised about the lack of sanctions for school administrators who lock students out of school for uniform violations, despite the Ministry of Education and Youth stating that it should not be done. Speaking in an online discussion on the dress and grooming policy hosted by the ministry, a participant who identified herself as Miss Christie described some of the uniform rules as ridiculous and as such, individual school boards should not be allowed to make their own rules. Just do what I'm doing, Cuba. Everybody wear the one uniform and keep it moving. Get rid of all the problems, all right? And on to the next hot topic, a very sensitive topic out of Jamaica. But before I actually read it, I know I saved the clip. I want to play this clip first, all right? Uh, We've done our own surveillance. Hold on a second. Let me start it over. Okay, go ahead. We've done our own surveillance, and we have discovered that in proximity to Clifton, just above it, has been captured. The National Security Council, in reviewing the development plan, observed an insidious and growing threat in the area where alleged gangsters were capturing lands in the area adjoining the Clifton community, creating their own informal subdivision and selling these lands under the false pretense of ownership or building on them themselves. The SEJ has given warning and served notice to cease and desist. The capturing and illegal construction has continued to the point where some 30 structures have been identified. Let me be clear. The government wants every Jamaican to be able to own their own home and a piece of Jamaica. But it must be done orderly and lawfully. All of Jamaica must acknowledge, every single Jamaican must acknowledge that this is just wrong. This is something that the central government of Jamaica must stand up and ensure it does not continue. The government will act to demolish those structures that have been illegally erected. But I've been told just this morning that there are some persons who are being affected that have been given letter of possession. And I've been told that there will be a 48-hour stay in any action against those areas occupied by those persons. Okay, so hot topic in Jamaica right now is the demolition of those houses. So I'm looking at the comments all over social media. And I'm yet to see a comment that lashes out against the gang members who captured the land and sold the land nobody has referred to them as being wicked of robbing their own people nobody them cost the government 
the government this then wicked hellfire pan them and burn them out and this and that and andrew this and andrew that nobody has said a damn thing about the gang members who captured the land and thief the people their money and that message the subliminal message you're sending is that we are okay with criminals doing as they do no matter what them do we are going to blame the government are the government wicked when they take a stance and i ask the question if you and this has happened to jamaicans returning um jamaicans who have gone to england they went to canada they went to the united states had a plan save their money buy a piece of land work some more and say okay when it's time for me to retire i'm going to go back and build a house on the land that i have bought so that i can retire and enjoy my home country in my retirement now when they go back to jamaica and see house put up on them land now for the 20 30 years 15 years however long they've been paying taxes on this land because they know that if they don't pay the taxes they can lose the land right government can take it over so imagine yourself busting your ass for 20 30 years and you know you make your buy your land and however many acres and you have it there and you're ready to go down now you see a structure on your land and the people who put up the house run you and tell you go from you so you're wicked for one contact with the piece of land when i put up my house man. how would you feel be honest how would you feel question number one question number two when jamaicans go to other countries can they capture people land and put it and put up residence for the people them land and then run the people them can they do that or do they have to be law-abiding citizens question number three why is there so much indiscipline in our country entertained in discipline in our country that when one tries to correct everybody lash out upon them and those are my three questions sorry what was it three my first right, question you have a piece of land mm -hmm. you bust your ass for 20 30 years in a one foreign country to go back home and build your house so you can retire you go home and you see one one house put up on your land and you tell the people them say you need your land and then run you until you go you wicked what would you do How, uh, what, what what goes on at that point that's question number one go ahead Dre. oh oh yeah yeah answer for question number one uh yeah may, may i bulldoze them down Question number two. <laughs> Why are you bulldozing them down, Dre? Because it's my land. It's my it's my land. So you why know? you not give it to them? Why you not give it to them? Come on now. You're wicked. 
You is a yes. wicked if you go bulldoze them house down. Why you not say sell it to them? Dre, mow them down. Yep. Why don't you sell it to them, Dre? Box down the people there. Why would I sell it to them? All right. Why is there such a disregard for discipline within our country? But yet, when we go overseas, we abide by the laws. We become automatically, even before the plane go down the tarmac for take off and go up into the sky, we right away become law-abiding citizens. So what is the problem with us in Jamaica? We don't respect one another. We respect the white man. That's the problem. I mean, uh, I think it goes back to, I think we had this conversation in regard to the school um, perspective, um, where, you know, the... The, 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 the lack thereof of following regulations and all. And not only that, I think it has basically been um, perpetuated over years that, you know, it's almost taboo to, uh, to, to adhere to rules and regulation. It's almost like being unruly. I mean, case in point where, you know, I mean, popcorn biggest slogan is unruly, right? And, you know, that, that in itself goes to show, you know, the, 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 the behavioral pattern in itself, um, you know, of Jamaicans, you know, being unruly. And I think that just becomes a part of the culture. It becomes inducted in the culture, um, so to speak. And you don't, it, it's not only seen, um, you know, in, in just, you know, certain areas, but I mean, just all across the board. I mean, even in, even when you're even looking, look, um, if you, if you, if you ever sit and watch, um, the house of parliament at times and, how they carry on in there and I mean, you know, that in itself speaks for itself, you know, the governing body of Jamaica. So, you know, it starts to me it I think it starts from the governing body, which is the government. And um in my opinion I don't think the government has um been explicitly clear when it comes to our from the very inception of things. You know, been explicitly clear that, you know, you do this, this happens, and you know these are this is the consequences and the repercussions of of things happening. Um, and it goes to even show that you know there are certain laws in Jamaica that has been outdated for 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 decades, right? And you know that in itself gives room for you know recurring um um crime to continually um take place you know over and over and over. So it it goes to 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 who is going to take the initiative to say all right. You know, we need to basically really hamper down on, you know, some of these things and kind of get rid of, you know, the whole behavior of, um, you know, of our culture of being unruly, um, you know, within the culture. And as you really say, you know, when when it's within the Jamaican borders, because they know it's allowed to happen, right? They will basically do what they want to do. But outside of the borders, you know, they respect whatever rules and regulation is in place. So. I think it starts from, um, boy, I don't even know where to start from, but <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's a part of the culture, you know, it is a part of the culture, sad to see, you know, and as a result, you know, everybody essentially indoctrinate that, so, you know, you're talking about generation on top of generation on top of generation, so it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's tough. It's tough. The part that gets me, Prezi, they will kill you for your own things. Yep. They will kill you 
for what is yours. And they feel justified in killing you because you wicked. For one can't take what is yours. Where them for live. So where was you live? For 30 years. Some people are juggled two jobs. So they can go back to them yard and retire in peace and enjoy them life and give back to them country. But the ones in the country feel say so you owe them. Them for live for free. Now the young lady that um paid $800,000 to the scammer them, the gang people and what take over the land and sell the land. Now I do feel her pain. And I will say this, there can be a little balance there. But however, when them said them they ain't get no warning, I know it's impossible. You are warned. You are warned. You choose not to heed the warning. We choose not to heed the warning. We ignore the warning and we're going to put up structure by cement and stone and marl and, and blocks and get people for build up structure. Nothing small either, not even one, one bedroom. Have you seen some of these houses? Yes, mm. everybody build big. Right? Because them feel say I fit them. Now we have to educate ourselves where the law is concerned. You have to educate yourselves. And I saw a comment um, that one person made. And it was, he got a number of likes. Oh, yes. And if you're not know, get them, then land, then take it. Any government anywhere in the world has the right to take your land if they need it. Them are going to take it one way or another. So it's not just Jamaica. Jamaicans. And I forgot the, the real estate term for it right now. Eminent domain. Thank you. There is a piece of land that we have in Discovery Bay. We can't sell the land. Because JPS have them poles running through the land. We can't sell it. We're stuck with it. And we have to pay with taxes on it. Them no want if we buy, but we have to, we have to do what we have to do. So don't think it's just in Jamaica. It's all over the world. The government has the right. And it's so funny when you see comments like, God, give it the land for free, so hold them come and sell it. You, you sit there, I'm, I'm going to tell us something. You know what? But, but, but moments, as you as you rightfully say, no, you see the thing is with the with the, the, the biggest issue with Jamaican um, population um, citizen is the lack of education. You know, thank right? you. Nobody, and it go and it goes all across the board, right? So if they have no knowledge, um, fundamental knowledge of you know who what's the proper procedure to acquire a land, then in some instance, you know, you can't. I mean. You can't fault them a hundred percent. So when you hear a statement like, you know, is God land or whatever, you know, that comes from that comes from that comes from a background of not having enough knowledge, right? And whose fault that would essentially be? Because if it's a case where, you know, um the land is there and say so for example it properly states that listen, either you're trespassing the land or this land is restricted so and so and so basically written just so it's essentially just as if we're here in the, in the united states and you drive you see a land 
it basically states trespassing or it says land for lease and so on and so on. So it's clearly indicated that somebody owns this land, right? So then no, you you don't have the full right to say go and go on this land and purchase this land or build on this land. So what I've seen even in my community is that there aren't proper you know, things set in place to state that, okay, this land belongs to whosoever, unless you go on that land and then somewhere down the line you hear some issues come up and say, hey, I must be land that thing. You can't build upon it and whatever, but how we know, say, I must be land if the land is there for like uh, 30 years. Where's must be if the land hasn't been used for the past 30 years? Yeah, you, you follow what I'm saying? So if nobody is there to indicate and say, okay, right, this this land is owned by the government, uh, or, you know, whosoever owns the land, and that is clearly stated explicitly, then, you know, again, you can't, you can't 100% fault them for saying, you know, making some of the comments that they Let make. me ask you a question, Prezi. Is... Hold on, hold on one second, Dre. Let me ask you a question, Prezi. You're in the States. You see land. Do you necessarily see a sign on the land saying who owns the land all the time? No, you no, don't. You don't you but you're not going to the people them land, go take up residence for the people them land. You don't no, do man. that. I understand that, I understand that, but you don't see who owns the land exactly, you know, right? But you, you do see signs that says either it's a for lease or for rent, and it's showing the square footage. But what and about so, those where you don't see a sign? Do you just go and sit down for the people them land? Well, me not saying, no. I'm not saying that it should, you know. But what I'm saying is that how, how are we seeing that in Jamaica? That I'm speaking from experience when I say there, because me come from um, me come from somewhere called Mavis Bank, and there's a lot of land there, farmland especially, mm -hmm. and majority of some of these farmlands are different lands that are there, right? You don't see signage, or you don't see certain things saying, okay, this land belongs to must be our mass general whosoever so buying right yes i mean you know you, you should do your due diligence and figure out whose land it is but thank you i mean if me if 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 i see a land a piece of land i'm saying boy you know so the land you look like me can plant some color loop on the land yeah right mm -hmm. and at the same time you do you, do, you do, i mean say so for example you don't even see the property line the full property line of exactly where you know who where 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 where, where the property starts or where it ends mm -hmm. so you could have built a little you know a little raised bed you know say probably a couple um inch or so in on the property line but again you, you, in a year mind you say boy i land I mean, I see nothing really, really state that, okay, you know, this land belongs to mass beer or whatever. So, I'm just, I'm just so it goes land. down to ignorance. And and here's what, here's the thing, Prezi. So, we, my father had some land in the area that borders Trelawney and St. Anne, right? It was just there. Somebody came to him. You know what the person did? This person no got school. I got to tell you this. The person no got to school. But you know the person did the person went to parish council to find out who owned the piece of land because the land sit down there for years and not not upon the land he saw the land as an opportunity for him to grow pineapples so he could go to the market and make some money but he did the right thing he took the time and did the research. And when he found out who the land belonged to, he went to my father and he asked my father if he could plant on the land. And my father told him yes. He asked my father, how much we must give us? My father said, don't worry yourself. Go take care of yourself and your family. 
There's a right way to do things. There, and guess what? At the end of the day, even if him telling no, it's whose land at the end of the day. But we have this mentality that we must get our own way and we choose to do as we like with what does not belong to us. And ignorance is no excuse. Take, just like how you can find the time to do other things, find the time to protect yourselves so that these, these things don't happen to you. And it is a shame. But what we not understand is how nobody now lash out upon the gang people. Them are the government alone. Them are cause. So what about common sense? So a lot of these people, all right, cool. First of all, you can't just sit down and start billing it. Whether, whether you think somebody own it or it's just there. So if you decide that you're going to... um utilize this land why my thing is why put a permanent structure on the land that always boggles my mind concrete and all kind of thing and you don't even know who the land belongs exactly to. but no. again sorry <laughs> no. to cut sorry to cut it i mean to cut it but just adding on your point it just, it go, remember there's this big big um big saying or not saying but you know the term capture land right and that has been something that has been going on in Jamaica for decades, if not centuries, right? Capture land. And, it, and, and essentially, that has been allowed to happen. Well, right? they need to fix that it. And right. guess what? It's fixed. The fixing start now. So it's a wake-up call for the scammer them. And it's a wake-up call for those who are purchasing land for scammers. Whether they know the people that are scammer or not, right, Prezi? It's a wake-up call to get your business in order. Now, I will say this. If you own the land and you know you're not going to develop the land, this is where the human part comes in. Come let us sit down and work out a deal. I will sell you the land. Neither. Right? If you know you're not going to want the land to develop the land, you know, have nobody to pass the land on to whatever, me to the people and say, come on, I am willing to sell you the land. But make I tell you something? Then now I'm by frying you. Unfortunately. And then they will cost you like dog. What make you can't give with the land? But I've been paying taxes on this land. It's mine. So what wrong with that? What wrong with that? Then how you want to pay the taxes? The ignorance. The illiteracy when it comes to real estate and the laws of the land. Right? But, meet with them. I'm offering you the opportunity to purchase the land. If them said, oh, no, I'm bad. Okay, well, I'm going to give you this amount of time to vacate the premises. And understand, and you get it in writing from a lawyer. So, you may I make sure that my eyes and cross my teeth. So, you can't call me anything you want to call me after that. Wicked. Call down hellfire upon me. But there is an order of doing things. There is an order to doing things. And we need to learn it. Now you purchase a piece of land. You have to get a title. You need your deed. You don't get no deed. You just pay a man $800,000 and that's it. I feel land. You have a receipt in your hand. You don't know that you need to go check with parish council. It needs to be recorded somewhere. Plat and all of that. Folks, it is important that we educate ourselves while pursuing the dream of ownership to avoid these things 
happening to us. And if you have been warned, take heed. Not because you know, see the person who issued the warning, or do nothing for a year, two year, five year, ten year, don't mean to something now go happen. Take heed. As it relates to Bernard Lodge, there is a plan in place for that property to develop a community. 6,000 houses are soon to be built there. Town planning has been in play. Town planning is not something that just happened overnight. It's something that takes years in some cases, especially when you're looking at the size of a community that is to be developed. And it has to go through various um, people, various hands at parish council. It have to pass engineers, have to look at it and all of that. And it, you know, give this and give that and you have to go back home many times. That's how it works. So when people in the comments are going to talk about, look on and lick down the house today, all of a sudden they exchange money tomorrow. You see, people, ignorance is a hell of a thing. And unfortunately, they're passing on the wrong information. Now the government could have said, well, let us see how we can include these buildings in the plan and let us work out a deal with them, right? So I'm trying to have a meeting in the middle for those who have been duped by the, the, the criminals and the government. But then what? If the land is sold to a private developer and them don't want the people them there, what can you do? You can't force them to keep the people there. Then, see if you can make provision for them via the NHT. See if you can help them out. Because they were fooled. They were tricked. So see how you can help them. And that, that's the only um, answer I can give at this point. Hold on a quick second. I'm going to be right back. Let me go ahead and do the um, wrap-up for On Air. Thank you so much. Thank you to all the listeners who logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Remember, for quality music while you work or play, log on to QMZRadio.com to help you get through your day. Thank you to everyone listening online at JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you were listening to Coffee and Dough, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversations, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments. On Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And on TikTok, moments with me media. And the me and everything is M-I. Whatever you do, wherever you go, please be safe. If you're going to be in Miami for Miami Carnival, please, while enjoying yourself and having a good time and walking up your way a slime, that is my
be safe out there. All right. See you Monday morning, 9 o'clock, right here on Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go, on QMCRadio.com, JohnnyRadio.com. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Clubhouse, I'll be right back with you. Start to play.